Дорогая Вера, давно тебе не писала, но надеюсь, у тебя все в порядке. Работа нашего исторического общества продвигается достаточно хорошо, хотя, как это бывает с социальными проектами, за постоянное финансирование приходится бороться. К счастью, в наших последних исследованиях мы обнаружили... Thankfully, we have come upon something of possible interest in our most recent examinations. We are presently in Ukraine, working on a variety of sites regarding the local Jewish communities pre-1800s, with a focus on the early times in which areas of Ukraine belonged to Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. It is a wide range, certainly, but there is much to properly document and catalogue. From what I have examined so far, I believe that a peculiar journal falls within the purview of our ongoing agreement. Only a few of our workers got their hands on this before I was able to suggest storing it for preservation, so I am confident that what I am about to show you is still unknown outside of this letter and parcel. The journal is written in a later version of Eastern Yiddish from the beginning of the early New Yiddish period, with a few linguistic holdovers from the earlier periods only a couple of generations previous. It was uncovered during one of several early examinations and preliminary excavations of the fortified synagogue in Satanyev, Ukraine. We were notified that the synagogue may undergo renovation in the coming years, and we were fortunate to have had time to examine the site. In a ruined structure near the synagogue, believed to have been used as a storehouse before 1930 and possibly a small one-side dwelling prior to 1800s, we uncovered a collapsed set of wooden chests. One of the chests contained this journal, certainly a rare if not singular find, alongside other objects, including simple metalwork candlesticks and degraded textiles. There was also a more modern collection of letters from a local rabbi, circa 1820s, but these were more easily read, and I believe their significance and value lies elsewhere. The journal I have sent on to you was found wrapped in tent leather. Please take extreme care when examining the pages, as it has become exceedingly brittle. The journal had two authors during its use. The first author was a young man named Mordheben Yehuda. The journal appears to have been a gift from Mordheben's uncle for his bar mitzvah, as indicated by the short informal inscription in celebration of Mordheben still legible on the opening page. Mordhe then proceeded to use the journal to document his time studying under his father, Yehuda ben Mordhe, as he learned how to act as an arendator for the large plots of farmland west of the town of Nimirov. Yehuda's position as a local arendator would have made them a well-off and learned Jewish family for the time. The journal takes a very drastic and upsetting turn over halfway through, starting at the page I have indicated for you to begin your examination. Here, the writer switches to Mordhe's younger brother, Avram ben Yehuda. Young Avram never gives an age, though Mordhe had mentioned his brother reaching bar mitzvah only a few pages previously, meaning he was most likely a young teenager. Given the preceding entries, I currently believe that Avram's entries dated to the summer of 1648. This is what Avram wrote.
it would. Avram. Episode 1 Uprising In Verläufen der Nacht und unter dem Beuresäugen habe ich verloren alles, was es mir teuer. Mein Vater, Jehude ben Mordechai ben Jehude, Zichonel Vrocha. Ein gottsfortige Ish Joscher ist genommen geworden von der Welt, Leute die Kosakens willen und von Maase Jedechen. Was unser teure Mame, Hasche, ist gar keiner weggenommen gewesen, legt mir rein in tiefen Häuscher. Under this night, in the watch of God, I have lost those and all that I hold dearest to my heart. My father, Yehuda ben Mordechai ben Yehuda, may his name be remembered and loved, for he was both righteous and faithful, has been taken from our world by the acts and will of Cossacks. Our dear mother, Chasha, that she is also taken from me now, casts me further into a darkness, for she was a light upon us and all our community. Now, though, I fear there is no community left to mourn her, as I do. Moreover, to have lost my brother, Mordechai, and to have seen all that was my greatest joy be blotted from this place so swiftly, I still see it now. My mother. My mother had been with me in our home. It was mid-afternoon, and I believe the sky had been blue, but now... I cannot see it as anything but a wash of red. All of the peace and life was torn away so quickly, and I can remember screams more clearly than kind words. She stepped outside to see. I did not. I was occupied. And she stepped outside. I the realization had not come upon us. Fears of escaped livestock or children's games gone awry were all I think she worried for. The raids to the south seemed so far away. The upsets of politics were not shared with me as with Mordechai. All the joyful moments of life cannot balance that single moment when all of it is taken from you. Chaos can rise so instantly from the ordinary, so terribly. I had only seen it in a sliver of light. The fire behind her was so bright, I could barely see her fall. Mama! Please, Avrom, go. Your uncle Ezra, his shop is outside Nemirov. Find him, reach Nemirov, and hide behind the walls. I am forever in my mind a coward while on those terrible horses, already tossing fire and shedding blood, the Cossack riders so fit to create a coward. And I ran, 
As she pleaded in her final words, I ran into the taste of smoke to find possible refuge at Nemirov. I knew by then that my father was gone. My brother, too. I grabbed Mordechai's bag. I knew it had food enough packed. It is all I have left of home now. Still coming. <laughs> 